Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The BHP Podcast is proudly presented by Dead Down Wind, Stealth Cam, Tinks, Skullhooker, Grind Life Coffee, Burris Optics. We also want to tell you guys to check out the new Fred Bear Field Notes podcast, available on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Learn about Fred Bear and his heritage. It's something you're not going to want to miss, and it's one of those things that really bring bow hunters together. Hello. Hello, and welcome to the Bowhunter Planet Podcast. Myself, Dave Thomas, tonight with Bob McGee and Kevin Conlon. And uh, today we have Brad Christian on from Sitka. How you doing, Brad? I'm doing well, guys. Appreciate you having me on. Yes, thanks for taking the time to uh, chat with us. I wanted to touch base with you on a lot of questions I have for you. A lot of them with photography because I love photography so much. So it's really interesting to talk to you about that because I know you're big into that. Um, but also, I guess let's start with, uh, to make it a little bit easier for everybody who doesn't know you, let's start with about you. Like, you know, how, how, what do you do in the industry and how did you get there, I guess, in, in a nutshell? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> You bet. So I'm the brand and creative leader for Sitka Gear. So I am kind of responsible for the look and smell and, you know, how you experience Sitka, whether it's in a photo, a film, or, uh, you know, at an event, um, you know, et cetera. So we look, you know, experience is important to us. You know, it's the way we uh, answer the phones and our remarkable customer service team and uh, talking through hunts and, and gear that even, you know, is not made by us because we want to be the trusted resource and that's the experience we want people to have with us. So yeah, the primary focus is, uh, certainly on the creative side, but you know, as, as any good brand, sure it extends, you know, for sure, for sure. And how, before that you were at Matthews for a while. Yeah, I was at Matthews, uh, working kind of in the same capacity as their, uh, as their brand manager and, yeah, worked there for a little over three years and had a remarkable experience there and continued to, to work with them and, you know, probably always will. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's, I think it's the first time you and I ever had contact. I think you were at Matthews. That's how I always remembered yeah. you at first. And then when I heard you with the sick, I was like, oh, that's pretty, that's pretty awesome. That's sick. Yeah. Sicka, get it? Anyway. It's going to be one of those days. Um, oh, so at Sitka... Uh, the, the gear has always been so such good quality. And from what I've always heard and everybody talks about Sitka, it's very high end. I mean, people, I don't feel like they feel like it's a, they feel like it's a not cheap, put it that way. I guess what I'm trying to get to, but it's built well and that and people are happy to pay it if they're getting quality brands. What is that? What is that like for you guys as far as the region? Because I understand that 
you know, Midwest. I don't see it as much in Michigan. I see it now more than I saw it before. And I think that's partially due to what you guys are working on yourself specifically with the photography and getting people involved that normally weren't involved uh, and, and seeing the value, showing people the value through images and, and digital video uh, and, and people actually seeing it in stores to the quality. So when it comes to the Midwest, I guess, what do you guys have in place for the Midwest type hunters? Yeah, great question. We, uh, you know, we started as a mountain brand, you know, when, when Jonathan and Jason uh, started the brand, it was because, you know, they were trying to solve a problem, right? And they were on the side of a mountain, they were freezing, wearing subpar hunting gear, and just kind of said to themselves, all right, this, this shouldn't be if we were, if we were backpacking, if we were mountaineering, you know, we'd, we'd have better gear, you know, we'd be wearing Arc'teryx, we'd be wearing, you know, those kind of brands. And so, we, we initially started solving problems in the mountain space. And so that's why, you know, the initial, uh, the initial push has been there. But as we, we've worked to, to solve those problems and have been successful doing so, naturally we want to continue that evolution of, of solving problems, you know, for the Midwest hunters, right? And, and beyond now, we're, our focus really we're now is, is to continue to solve problems, not just for the Midwest hunter, during the season dates while they have a bow or you know a weapon in their hand you know actually physically hunting but the the other 300 and you know whatever days a year that you're not technically hunting but you're you're working on you know things relative to it so from planning food plots you know we've got you know new gear designed you know workwear gear um, designed for those kinds of endeavors so yeah, we're really looking to improve the life of the hunter holistically throughout the year is really where our focus is. Let's talk about the camo. It's always a hard decision for a company to create their own camo, uh, and Sika has done that. Um, and you guys, now, which I guess, what, what are the what are the options when it comes to the camo patterns, and where do you recommend for which region? Yeah, good question. So we we created this pattern, you know, before it was kind of cool to do so, if you will, and we didn't do it to, to be cool or to differentiate. We did it again, to solve problems. Our approach to everything is, is science. You know, we've got, uh, we've got scientists on staff, we've got biologists, we've got, you know, testing laboratories. It's, it's really extensive. And so we started looking at it, you know, like, is there a better way to, to attack this problem? And so we started studying the eyesight of ungulates. So ungulates Hmm. being, you know, any hooved, uh, animal is kind of where it began and did extensive research on their eyesight. And that research started informing us that, you know, we needed to approach concealment differently because concealment at the time, including our own was, was designed to, to blend into the surroundings based on the eyesight of a human. Right. And so we're all looking at it going, yeah, that looks pretty good. Wow. You're really concealed, you know? And we learned that ungulates have different different uh you know vision than we do and so yeah that's how optifade was developed it's developed you know specifically for the animals that we pursue or in you know now that we've expanded we've done the same with waterfowl and we'll continue to do so so we've got we've got two big game patterns we've got two uh, waterfowl patterns and then we have one pattern design for elevated engagements you know for the whitetail hunter I saw so we've a photo. Kind of got it covered. <clears throat> I saw a photo the other day. I don't know. I forgot who it was. It was somebody I knew. It wasn't your photo. It was someone else's. But it, the the person had on um, a sick of camo, and I'm not sure which one it was specifically. I'm pretty sure it was the whitetail uh, line. But they had um, their foot was in some grass, 
like and it was some brownish grass and stuff and i'm not lying yeah. i couldn't find his legs like it was so yeah. weird i'm like what the heck and so it, and for that moment i was like this is unbelievable you know like how yeah how you can blend in like that and I, I was like blown away that it broke up so well even for the human eye which usually is the yeah. hardest one to beat <laughs> yeah it's kind of a trip really really what it's designed to do is to to be visually disruptive so instead of trying to look like a tree um it's it's kind of designed to you know there's without getting in because you could you know we could talk for two hours about this but there's these natural patterns that exist within the world and there's ways that that predators eyes you know predator and prey's eyes receive those and so it's really meant to be visually disruptive and kind of turn into nothing and so there's often times when even our cameras when we're photographing stuff won't pick up the pattern or just visually it kind of screws with your eyes for a minute i've had you know times where i've just looked and it just kind of caused your brain <laughs> to just like glitch almost you're like yeah ah. <laughs> you know like, what am i it's seeing just like visually disruptive you know so yeah it's it's a really killer pattern that's cool i also noticed you guys were doing some like more um business wear almost like uh i don't know i don't want to call it golf wear but like just kind of normal shirts and some normal pants and hats and things like that it's kind of cool it's kind of cool to see that kind of yeah. you know going in a little different direction as well kind of gives you a little more options for people like you know just going to a job every day and want to wear a sika shirt you know kinda, yeah kinda cool. ab- absolutely yeah we're trying to you know again address the needs of the tribe you know starting with you know we've got some more technical stuff you know like work wear pants of cordura you know, mapped paneling for brush and things like that down to just some, you know, everyday travel type, you know, you're, you're going to jump in your truck and travel cross country. You're probably not doing it, you know, decked out in camo. So we want to fill those needs as well. That's a good point. Um, as far as the, uh, footwear goes, does does Sitka make their own footwear yet? No, we don't. It's not been something we've addressed. We've you know, we've partnered with different brands and, you know, partnered meaning just informally um, and just been been content with those solutions right now. We're always, you know, at Sitka, we're if you, you know, spent time inside the walls, it's everybody's walking around solving problems all the time, talking about problems. How do we do this better? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's about our gear. Sometimes it's not. So it's definitely something we're we're always looking at. It's just not uh, not been the highest priority right now. We try to focus on the biggest needs first and then work out. How, how, how is it just overall the taking care of the gear is it as far as like washing wear? Is it uh, special cleaning instructions? How, how is this stuff to to take care of? Yeah, it's it's, you know, pretty standard stuff. I'd say really the only thing that that, you know, is a little bit different is sometimes people feel like with Gore-Tex, maybe they shouldn't wash it, you know, things like that. It's actually really great to wash your Gore-Tex and we've got instructions on how to do that on the website. It's nothing complicated, but yeah, it's actually really good for it. So we get people that call in and be like, Oh, I haven't washed my Gore-Tex in years. I'm just scared to, you know, cause I don't want to, you know, it's waterproof and I don't want to screw with it. It's actually really healthy to do that. So that's kind of the only special thing I'd say is wash it. Go nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now one of the big problems yeah. I've had is finding stuff tall enough, long enough for my size. Sure. Are sure. You, we are... do make we do make talls in quite a lot of our stuff, actually. You know, we've our size runs are, I mean, sometimes too deep. You know, you kind of get on the product guys like, come on, we're offering too many, <laughs> too many. You know, it's every every inch, yeah, every inch increment on the waist. You know, and you know, in individual sizes, 
and uh, tall versions of those as well. Now, when you think of Sitka, and I know you work there, it's a little different for you, but when you think of the brand as an overall brand in the outdoor industry, is your first thought process like bow hunter, gun hunter, everyday outdoorsman? Like, what's your, I guess, what's the thought process behind the brand as far as where it, yeah. you guys think it fits best? Or at least you. Yeah, I'm not, maybe not you know, speaking for the company, sure. but you. Sure. And, and being so, I've, I've worn Sitka. Sitka was started in 07. I started wearing it in 08 and been wearing it personally ever since then, you know, long before I came to the brand. And so I still, you know, I've been there three years now and still I, I feel, you know, as much of a fan of it as I was, you know, back in 08. And so I, I still feel like without bias, I can talk about it, you know, with excitement. Um, but yeah, it, to me, it's, it's neither gun nor bow nor anything like that. It's, it's really more of a, of a way of thinking. I, I think, um, the reason I identified with it when I, when I came to know it is that it was, it was a group of guys who were really trying to solve problems and, and, uh, create solutions that, that enabled you to experience more and be better at your craft, you know, as a hunter, you know, that. I mean, that's my primary focus and, you know, what I love to do and how I live my life. For 20 years, Stealth Cam has been at the forefront of trail camera development and innovation. From the industry's first 4K ultra-high definition DS4K and the XV4's advanced high-resolution night imaging to the latest in wireless technologies, Stealth Cam continues to deliver the highest quality, most reliable trail cameras available. Your images begin at StealthCam.com. For those of you who listen to the podcast a lot, you know how much we love coffee. And we are so proud that Grind Life Coffee is a sponsor of the Bowhunter Planet Podcast. Grind Life is a premium coffee for those who grind every day. When you think of those magic moments of hunting, when you're out there watching a turkey strike or seeing a big buck rubbing antlers, it is one of those moments you want to remember and be awake for, most importantly. Grind Life Coffee puts you in that position. Whether you're in the field or you're back at your lodge, talking with your friends and reliving the moment visit grindlifecoffee.com i'm constantly looking for that edge trying to make something sometimes a half a percent better you know i look at my arrows and i'm i'm you know spine testing them and i'm doing all this crazy stuff you know just to build one arrow right just to see if i can make it better and sitka had that same method of thinking relative to apparel you know the gear that we wear Right. And when you go on, you know, hunts, I mean, if you're just going out for a couple of hours and the conditions are nice, you know, I'd say gear can, you know, is arguably a little bit less important than if you're spending more time out, out in the woods. And especially as you get a little further from home and, you know, conditions get, get tough. And so really, I think it's for the hunter that, that is, is trying to, that is taken, um, taken their experience. I don't want to say seriously, but with great intention, right? Like the intentional hunter that's really trying to perfect their craft and achieve mastery, whether that be with a bow, whether that be with a firearm, whether it be with a crossbow, if, if you're seeking mastery and the, the best experience that you can, and you're wanting to stay in longer and be more comfortable, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's what you want to look at. It's like optics, right? As you kind of become more engulfed and want to, you know, really care about what you're looking at and identifying animals, right? I look at the progression of when I was younger up until now about how I viewed optics. You know, at first it's like, hey, as long as you can see further, great, you know? And then you start, oh, okay, what if I got a you know better pair of optics? Wow, you know, kind of starts unlocking stuff for you. 
Yeah, it makes that's, sense. I think, that's who sick is for. It's, I think it's for the person trying to achieve mastery. So, I, I'm I, so okay. When I think of Sika, <laughs> so if I close my eyes and I say, "Okay, what's Sika to me?" I always imagine a mountain, and I always imagine you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but I always do imagine a mountain, and I do imagine some of the images I have seen on Instagram that you your team has put together. Um, awesome, awesome photography. It makes makes me want to go to the mountains and hunt. Honestly, it does. It makes me, even though I'm like a Michigan hunter, and you know, this is like flat ground type hunting but one of the most inspiring things to me about Sitka is when the whitetail line came and that was to me when things changed for from a midwest standpoint to oh wow it's actually in our backyard now you know there's something and that we felt like oh this fits our mold better and yeah. uh, i think Sitka has always done that and they've always been in my opinion a leader uh in this this concept now obviously after Sitka started doing this, we've seen other brands who have come and come and gone and some of the same people involved with Sitka originally, obviously. Uh, but it, you know, I still think Sitka's at that top level. And like, I have always felt like, you know, if I was going to spend that kind of money, it always would be on Sitka. <laughs> it would always be yeah. a better brand. In my opinion, you know, people, even the companies who are not in the outdoors, not naming names, but the shirt you're wearing over there and stuff, you know, they're not really in the outdoors, even though they created some decent stuff, but it doesn't still compare to Sika. And I think that's, that's one of the, I think the highlights in my opinion, when it comes to brands and the branding. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think it's exciting. I think there's so many things that you guys offer now that it kind of fits across the globe now for, compared to when it originally started just being mountainous. And now that it's opened up, you know, yeah. I think now you have a huge advantage. I think what you guys are going to see is, a huge market change and trend because I do feel that people are starting to spend more money and get better quality things on purpose. You're always going to have the cheap guys, you know, are going to like a Bass Pro Shop and getting the cheapest thing they can find. I get that. But there are a bunch of hunters nowadays who are spending the most on the best bows, the best of everything. They ain't messing around. You know, they're retired now. They can afford it. They want the money. They want the better stuff. What do you think, Bob? What do you, what are you buying over there? Would you buy a Sika? Oh, definitely. <laughs> I figured that. Yeah. Bob's, Bob's a high roller over here. He buys the best of the best. <laughs> He's definitely buying sick of gear. I can see that. Well, I'm, I'm actually, I've got a huge trip planned for this summer going to like five different national parks, including Glacier and Olympic and uh, Mount Sick. And I'm thinking, and I'm thinking just for photography, yeah, to try to get say. up and close and personal yeah. with some of these animals. Like, which pattern would you think would be the best Word. to try that? Man, subalpine is is really the best kind of all around big game you know if you're stocking critters for photography and and we've got a lot of wildlife photographers that that you know call in or that you know we're associated with that have the same problem you know they're they're hunting just with a camera right. instead of a bow and so um gear, like one of my favorite pants you know i was just in yellowstone uh what two yesterday or the day before no two days ago I spent a couple of days in uh, in Yellowstone photographing and the Timberline pant, for example. It's got you know built-in knee pads, and the knees and the butt are Gore-Tex. You know, so when you're dropping onto your knees to get a shot, you get yeah. that you know nice foreground. They're just super bomber. Um, so like that pant is like my go. I keep a pair of those uh, hung in my in my mudroom. Anytime I'm going out to, you know, shoot, work on the property, you know, I grab those. It's a great pan. But yeah, subalpine is kind of your best go-to big game okay. pattern. Yeah. Are yeah. those patterns? Um, uh, I guess what bow companies are are carrying the the patterns? I I think I thought I saw subalpine yeah. on a Bowtech once. 
Not yep, sure. Bowtech is uh, Hoyt and Matthews are the two, you know, the two biggest, obviously, the kind of the Ford and the Chevy of the, you know, bow world, if you will. Um, both of them are carrying them. Uh, Bowtech is carrying uh, one or two of the patterns, I believe. And then I believe Prime is uh, is carrying them as well. And that's off the top of my head. I believe that's those four. That's pretty cool. Is yeah. that like a hard decision for you guys to like let people use the pattern? Because obviously you guys created yep. it. It's your baby. Yep. And it's like, was it hard to like say, uh, yeah, maybe we'll let you do it. <laughs> yeah, we're, you know, we get called every day, a few times a day by brands, you know, wanting to, to license the pattern, you know, whatever. And we've really taken a different model, you know, that we never created this to be, you know, to be a licensing, uh, you know, a, a uh, you know, to, to generate money from licensing, you know, Realtree, Mossy Oak, you know, those brands That's what they do. that have done, yeah. done a great job. Yeah. They, they license, you know, they license the, the intellectual property out, you know, and, and really we, we developed it with, with great research, you know, huge, huge amounts of effort and money spent to develop this for concealment from, from, you know, the animals that we're hunting. And we've really tried to keep it to just, the products one that are that concealment is required for is kind of one thing we look at and then two you know the brands that kind of align with with our ethos you know is is the other piece so yeah it's it's really limited just because we don't want to see it on a lighter you know at a gas station oh i agree yeah i mean that's that's just not what we created it for we're not in it to make money so you know I have to ask this question. It's a hard one, but I, I think there's a lot. There's there's something here. How in the world, and I'm assuming it's because you worked at Matthews and then you worked at Sika, but how the heck did you get Matthews to let go of Lost Camo and use this <laughs> this pattern? <laughs> you know I'm right, because they were so locked to that camo for so many years, and I know oh, it has to be something goodness. with you. It has to be, because it only makes sense. Now you're double-connected with both brands. It just just admit oh. it. <laughs> yeah, boy. Uh, yeah, it was just, it was, it was, uh, kind of right time, right place. A lot of conversation, a lot oh, of just sure. things were evol- evolving. You know, I think lost camo for the time I think was, was innovative and really cool for Matthews. Like when it came out, I remember, you know, I think it was Oh seven, uh, when it, when it launched, I remember being like, Oh, cool. You know, interesting, their own pattern. And, you know, it was, it was cool. I think it kind of made sense for the time and, and it served its purpose and like any, anything, you know, change is really, that's, that's the thing I talk about when I, you know, come into a business is like change is necessary. Otherwise you die. Right. Yeah. You know, block, I mean, ask blockbuster, right. You know how it's going, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not, you know, True not that. going super well. So you got to change. And I think what, what separates, you know, good companies from great companies is companies that are willing to change. Yeah. And it can be hard when you're at the top crushing, you know, which Matthews yep. is at the top crushing and they were willing to, to change. And it was a, a several year process that, yes, I, I, uh, I may or may not have championed and, uh, <laughs> and you know, the switch happened and it's been really good for them to, to partner with, uh, you know, they're partnered with Realtree, partnered with us, um, partnered with Under Armour. Yeah. And, I see they got uh, a ton of brand. They, they yeah. don't even have lost cam on here anymore. I'm actually looking right now. Nope. It's, it's gone. gone, which is yeah. actually I didn't mind the uh, second one they did. It had some whites in it. I actually yeah. kind of like that one. Lost Camo XT or something. Yeah, like that. That it was, was cool. A lot better. Yep. So that speech you just gave us was that the speech you gave them? 
<laughs> it sounded so I might have practiced that before. No, I'm not going to lie to you, though. Seriously, I think what you did there was you helped them tremendously if that was the case. And whoever else was involved, that decision was a monster. And, and not, not just because – I mean, it, it opens up so many different doors, it's not even funny. A good example is uh, your photo that Matthews used on the front page, right, of their catalog – um, yeah. that, I mean, th- those connections and having the, the camo in there and vice versa, them having that camo is a win-win for everybody. I mean, literally, yeah, it's huge. And I think that I'm glad that they've done that. And, um, and that's the other thing about Matthews. That's cool. That I like about them is that they continue to innovate and, and make those decisions that are a positive one. And, you know, they're smart enough to realize that you're right. Yep. We got, you know, we do need to start doing this and I'm happy to see him back at Realtree as well, to be honest. I, I like that they're getting involved yeah. and they're working with brands again. Um, very cool. Um, all right. Yeah. To me, it's all about supporting, you know, the industry. I love their, like, you know, they're with Realtree Under Armour. It's, we all got to support each other, do what's Absolutely. right. It's, you know, Matt McPherson and Brad True over there making good decisions and it's, it's Absolutely. awesome. All right. Let's talk about you real quick. I want to make sure we talk a little bit about what you do. So let's talk about uh, photography first. I know it's a big passion for you. I guess the first question that most people would ask if they're other photographers is what's your brand? What brand do you like the best for your pictures? In terms of camera. Oh, for cameras? Photo, camera for photo. You know, I, I shot Canon for a long time and I think, you know, Canon kind of stopped innovating again, you know, classic, you get to the top. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And uh, Kmart, you just kind of sit there. Yeah, <laughs> Kmart. Yeah, Blockbuster. Uh, <laughs> yeah, totally the worst. And uh, and so uh, I switched to Sony. I don't know. It's probably been about a year and a half, two years maybe. And really, really digging on it. There's aspects I miss of Canon, but no, I shoot. I switched to all, all Sony glass, so it's native and to the body, and really digging it. Which Sony are you using? A seven R three. A seven R three, yeah. I just picked yeah, up A seven three. Really, pretty really nice. Liking it. Nice. Yeah, that's a nice camera. We have the A seven S two, and uh, we use yep. that for obviously the low light stuff, and it's great. Does a great job. Um, do you guys shoot yeah. most of your video stuff with that camera too, or no? You know, it depends. Either we're shooting on red, uh, or you know, for really trying, right? Or yeah. if it's something that's hey, let's just grab a video of this, you know, kind of thing. Then we'll just shoot it on the Sony. I got to send you this video I found the other day. It is absolutely incredible. And it was um, it was a how they get that shot video on YouTube. And they yeah. go through movies, like things in movies. So you'd be like, oh, that's definitely digitally animated. That's not real. But it actually was real. Like there's one where this commercial and this uh, press comes down and it, it spins. Um, it's a schmore. It's making a schmore. So it takes the crackers. Seen you seen this? With I've the machine it holding it, and it yeah, <laughs> like smashes it yeah. together and heats it at the same time, so it melts. But it's actually happening. It's not like totally. you would think it's fake, mm-hmm. but really, there's a green screen and it comes down. And they're using a, like a red camera or something better, and it comes in. Yeah. It's just incredible. And I also found this. Um, I think you find this really interesting too. I found this lens, and I'm going to send it to you. Uh, it's a macro lens, but it looks like an ant eater nose. It's called a. Um, the bullet it, camera? I think it's the bullet le- or lens. It's or like bullet. it goes on a yeah. Sony and it can go through things because it's so I've small. It. And I it's thought, man, trip. that'd be kind of cool to go through like the riser of a bow for us for what we do. Uh, but for anybody like in the field, you could, I can't even imagine the things you could do with that, you know, going to an ant hole, going to a snake hole with it. It's got lights right on it. So as you go in, the lights light up what's in front of it. It's pretty cool. We're trying to get, we're trying to actually get one of those right now. I saw. I've seen those videos and they're, they're super, you know, they get shot out of something 
Yes, you know, that too. Yeah, that's I've, I've seen cool. all the content. Yeah, I've seen it's yeah, it's pretty wild stuff. And we're always looking for tools like that to, you know, at the end of the day, like those are super fun things to explore. You know, I think story yeah. trumps all. I, you know, I'm, I think you can make a remarkable film on an iPhone if you have the right true. story, you know? That's true. Um, but yeah, those tools are certainly super fun to explore new angles and ways of showing perspective. And yeah, we're, especially that, that bullet cam or bullet lens or whatever specifically we were looking at uh, cool. trying to track that down yeah. um so i i learned a hard lesson the other day about editing um once you start adding things to your system like so i use final cut for all of our editing sure. and i started adding like really cool uh things that can pop and track and it's like really cool so now like when you watch a video which we're going to launch one coming up and it's going to have when you see the bow go by it actually shows it like a thing pops in and says oh this is the grip and this is whatever right and yeah. so I learned a hard lesson that uh, it doesn't work so hot when your computer is not a pro model. <laughs> right. I had five crashes in one video, and this never happens to me in iMac. So I'm like, wow, what the heck? So now I'm looking into this, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's like four grand for, like, the pro-type desktop iMac that does, like, this, you know, higher-quality editing. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, oh, my God, this is going to be a hard lesson to learn here. Because it's like as soon yeah. as you want to do anything cool, then everything's got to change. It's like your camera. You want to get a cool shot, you need a macro lens, or you need a long-distance, you know, uh, scope lens. You need something different to get the shot, and it kind of gets it a little bit sucks after a while because it just keeps adding up. Yeah, <laughs> At least you can charge Sika. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I've definitely had a few few computers nearly melt, you know. So yeah. crazy stuff. So hey, let's talk real quick about your Instagram. Some of the photos you have on there are absolutely incredible. But one in particular I was going to ask you about was uh, the new Mercedes truck you bought for. It looked like just oh, for yeah. hooking up with your family and doing some camping. Yeah, yeah, it was just kind of a you know we something we've talked about since my you know my my first daughter was born. We've talked about you know peacing out for a year and uh nice. just going you know going around the country go, driving down to south america and Ooh. being being gone and it's still something that we're we're talking about and you know it was kind of a combination of that times just looking at um you know how much time we have left with our daughters before they leave the house and the challenges that you know my lifestyle kind of creates with with you know it being pretty rugged and remote times having two daughters that go to school and a life there you know it's the two don't necessarily go together in 2019 real well and so i'm often spending you know i'm getting up at four in the morning to drive from a hotel or a cabin to try to get to where i need to be by sunrise and it was like man what if we could just sleep where i need to be you know instead of instead of me having to take off and so yeah, that's what we're looking at. We just uh, we kind of pulled the trigger on it, and uh, we're going to be building out. Well, we're not going to be. We are right actively right now building this uh, Mercedes Sprinter out into you know kind of the most rugged thing we can we can make it do. They're definitely really tall. I have concerns. I'm going to flip it within the first week because you know, <laughs> it's so dang tall. I'm like I'm like sure I'm going to. Uh, so. Yeah, we'll see, but it's going to enable us to to get out more, to spend time closer to the trailheads, to the places I need to go, and it's going to be a kick, man. We yeah, it's started cool. Is it four-wheel drive? It. Yeah, it's four-wheel drive. Badass. Na- native four-wheel drive from Mercedes, and then we're going to, we're working with uh, Agile is the company uh, to lift it, and we're working with Fox 
to build out, you know, better suspension. It will put two inches of additional lift on it, you know, 33 or 35 inch, you know, mud terrain tires. Wow. I mean, we're going to, we're going to make it as capable as you can possibly make an Amazon delivery van. Yeah. <laughs> it, it looks totally <laughs> badass. <laughs> yeah. Is this going to have like a little shower in it type thing, a toilet? Yeah, it's going to have a little toilet in it, more for the kids, you know, and then uh, the shower will be external. So nice. you can shower. Actually, I, I, I'm going to rig it to where if it's freezing outside, you can shower and a little catch it in the pan and run out the back, you know, so you nice. can have the heat on if you wanted to shower. But yeah, it's going to be pretty trick. It's it's uh, space planning on steroids. It's hard to fit everything you want to do in a, you know, little space. Yeah. But we're, we're getting creative, man, with the sleeping That's arrangements cool. and stuff. Now, Brent, yeah. where did you uh, where did you grow up at? What state did you grow up in? Colorado. Colorado. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, yeah. And let's talk real quick about. Um, I mean, you get a lot of good photos. So if you're listening and you want to check out Brad Christian, make sure you go to his Instagram because there's so many cool photos. And it, like honestly, I could talk to you about every one of them. Every one's like a really cool story and really well done. So you guys definitely check that out. But um, I want to ask you about proving ground. We talked a little bit about that yeah. before we started the conversation. But uh, let's talk about that. How did that come about, and what what is that all about? Yeah, proving ground is something that that uh, is a really a product development process at Matthews and. Uh, you know, they're big about testing their gear and making, you know, kind of proving out, you know, the ideas that Matt McPherson, you know, the founder and, and, uh, and chief over there, you know, kind of dreams up with him and his engineering team. And they put those bows in the hands of people from a really early stage and go through a ton of iterations of those bows in the field, in the lab. And so this year we were just like, you know what, we should show this, you know, generally Matthews is, it's you know kind of reminds me a little bit of like Willy Wonka's chocolate factory you know they they typically don't go inside the walls very often historically speaking and so it was something I wanted to do just to kind of show people inside inside what that process looked like I remember the first time going into Matt's you know off-site test facility it's like a bat cave it's super dope you know (laughs) it's it's like this unmarked building with like cameras and you drive into it and it's it's wicked cool and all these bows with like, you know, pink spray paint or like racing stripe tape on them and all this just crazy wonky looking That's stuff, awesome. you know, that, yeah, that you never <laughs> see, you know, I'm like, oh, and as a bow hunter, it was like, it was so sick. You oh, know, yeah. I remember being like, oh, this is cool. And just like a kid in a candy shop. And so I just want to at least kind of take people into that process of like, hey, FedEx, you know, comes with this box, you know, this, this unmarked box and you open it up and it's this goofy looking you know, prototype (laughs) and here, here's what we go through. And it's, it's a lot. I mean, you can probably tell how much we shot, you know, throughout the year, but yeah, that's, it's really just showing, you know, giving people an inside look at the process. Yeah. It's so cool, man. All right, Brad, thanks for joining us, man. I appreciate it. Uh, Anything else you want to tell anybody out there? No, appreciate you guys stoked on the year to come and uh, appreciate you guys having me on and yeah, dig what you guys are doing. Thank you so much. Thank you. One one last quick question. I almost forgot. So I'm going to Texas on a hunt coming up. What camo do you recommend Good. for that? Texas. What are you hunting? Whitetails? Uh, access. Access deer. I'd go. Uh, honestly, I'd go. You're going to be on the ground. I'd you know bow hunting. Yes. I'd I'd go sub alpine. I'd go with the ascent pan. It's ultra light. It it uh, it receives knee pads if you want to get a pair of those crawl around in which is a super great way to go Perfect. and then the core base layer hoodie 
which has a built-in face mask and hood when you're sneaking up on axis deer is money because you go from, i mean from zero to hero it happens fast you know yeah yeah perfect perfect all right cool, cool. check out uh sicka.com and check out brad online when you get a chance thanks for listening to the podcast see you next time Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.